Welcome to Season 4 of Smouse in the House, presented by Adventures in Americana, a platform that promotes and supports artists in live music venues. In this series, our host, music journalist and photographer Tom Smouse, visits artists to discuss songwriting and listen to one of their songs. For this season, we're talking to many of the artists on the Bill of Amerigrass, a one-day festival taking place Saturday, October 7th at Minneapolis's Hook and Ladder Theatre and Lounge. We're excited to be partnering with this new festival, hosted by award-winning country act Megan and the Birdwatcher, which brings some of the region's best bands to the hook. Welcome to another Smouse in the House presented by Adventures in Americana. This is the podcast where we're the guest. My name is Tom Smouse, and today we're inside the Hook and Ladder, the site of the inaugural Amerigrass Festival here on October 7th. We're here with Jera Sullivan and Julian Edoff of Delwood, one of the seven bands performing uh, at the festival here in October. Thanks for joining me here today. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah. I'm super excited. Sounds like you've played at the Hook before in the Mission Room. We have, yes. yeah. It, we love this place a lot. Super excited to come back and play for Amerigrass. Um, it, was a, it was a really special show the last time, and I can't imagine the next one being anything different or yeah. any other way but special. Right. So. Yeah, the last show kind of still feels like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to be back in here, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. This duo is relatively new to the scene as Delwood. So I'm curious to know kind of what brought you two together and the beginning of this project. Yeah, we, yeah. we're pretty new. We, we're looking it up on the way here. We've been playing together for about eight months yeah. as okay. a duo. We started dating before we played music together. We both had played on our own separately for a long time. Our parents were friends and they kept trying to push us together. Hey, you guys <laughs> should hang out with so-and-so's son. Or you should hang out with so-and-so's daughter. Right. I'm like, no, it's okay. You just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so finally we started hanging out, started dating, and then for a good three months, Julian said, will you play bass with me? I'm like, no, I, I don't know, I don't know. Will you please play bass with me? I'm like, no, I, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and then finally we sat down and um, I was kind of raised on bluegrass and he's like, hey, I learned uh, Dust in a Biggie by Billy Strings, will you play bass? I'm like, all right, this will be easy enough. And yeah. um, from there it kind of just took off, I guess, and started booking shows and playing together. And yeah. it's been a lot of fun it's so It's been far. crazy. I learned, yeah, I learned Dust in a Biggie just to have something to like play with her <laughs> yeah. and then I just got bit by the bug of bluegrass and then yeah yeah, yeah. now seven months later here we are mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> do you feel like with your band that there's uh, an identity of the sound or are you still forming that or do you are you pulling in different things still yeah I would say it's still being formed especially in terms of our original songs and what direction that's going it is funny because I grew up playing upright bass with my dad playing bluegrass and then when he heard that me and Julian were gonna start playing together he's like sat us down both together <laughs> and started teaching us the song so then yeah. Julian kind of got bit by the bluegrass bug and I think that's really changed our set in terms of what we used to play and now what we do play. As of now for our set list, when I'm up on stage I like to say we try to play a little something for everyone. (laughs) We have a really eclectic mix of songs that we do and then a very eclectic like of different genres of music. We come from two very different worlds in that sense where she's all bluegrass and I'm like I music school from like 17 to 20 and it's just like super hard jazz trained yeah. wow, and yeah. then it went from that to just like 
you only need this many chords. Yeah, <laughs> Your dad sitting me down was like, yeah. quit playing all the fancy stuff. She was like music Simplify, theory, yeah. and I'm right. like, ah, oh, how about this? Yeah. <laughs> We're really trying to work into something that's comfortable for both of us, mm-hmm. that really shows where both of us come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, we're, we're getting there. And it's yeah. made for a really, I think, like, good mix, a good blend of songs. And I did not think I was going to teach Julian a single thing about music. Because, like <laughs> you said, he was in college, and he was doing all this music stuff, and I'm just over here with my bass and a bunch of grown men <laughs> playing some bluegrass. Um, so it, it was really cool for him to kind of teach me some new things and for me to teach him things that I thought were just... I don't know, pretty simple. I'm like, wow, this guy, he's so good. And he's like, I'm teaching him this. But yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's been really fun. Yeah. To kind of grow together. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe easy to, to like think about who you're influenced by on a national level, uh, mm-hmm. band-wise. But when you think of like the Midwest and, and obviously both being from here, mm-hmm. are there local bands or groups that you find are getting their sound that are helping you to figure out where you want to be. That's hilarious oh, yeah. because a majority of them are on, this, on the festival. <laughs> yeah. Wild Horses, they've been so nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just watching them kind of do what they've been mm-hmm. doing. And Megan the Birdwatcher as well. And even like Papa Bear Norton is good yeah. friends of ours and like really solid advice and, yeah. and it's funny. Like his songs are super funny and great and He's such a character, and then it's funny to sit down and actually talk, like, business side with him yeah. and, and get that advice from him. Right. Um, so super grateful. I think a, another band, too, that we really look up to is Good Morning Bedlam. Oh, yeah. um, and just their whole stage presence and energy and just always taking a little bit yeah. from each performance and being like, oh, yeah, we should move around more and have more yeah. of a stage presence, and we should do this in terms of business and kind of yeah. getting all the different aspects. But definitely agree with the Amerigrass lineup is a lot of bands that we yeah. have looked up to and yeah. been to their show so it's, it's a little bit surreal to be you know sharing the stage with them it's super exciting yeah. so you'll be the group uh, with the spiral notebook in the side taking notes all <laughs> yes. and like, listen alright here's, here's what we should do <laughs> yeah. yeah learning yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I was saying before we started I'm probably going to be in the crowd for a majority of the, oh, yeah. of the festival <laughs> we're going to be getting ready to go on stage and we'll be like where is Julian <laughs> yeah yeah. here somewhere no it, it's so also super refreshing to see people our age kind of doing it as well it makes mm-hmm. it like easier point of reference almost to have yeah. just mm-hmm. like comfortability to know that you're they're not the only person or the only group doing mm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah our prior seasons of this uh we've focused on our environments and how that kind of plays into songwriting mm-hmm. and your music obviously if we were all standing in texas <laughs> or maybe georgia or right. maybe new york do you think the band would sound different and if so what do you think that the midwest does to your sound i'd imagine that it would sound i'd imagine that you at least julian would take on more of like the jerry reed or kind of like the the cosmic country type Mm. of style had we been in texas or somewhere else um i think really being in the midwest for me at least has pushed us more towards that like amerigrass and like well uh, not americana Americana. yeah Yeah, Yeah. i'm combining it (laughs) and like the bluegrass and like the folk and um especially 
growing up and seeing a lot of the live bands, that's, you know, a lot of them tend to lean towards that style of music, so that kind of influenced it a bit. Yeah. Um, and then just, like, our local festivals that we go to and stuff, like Boats and Bluegrass is a big one, and seeing those bands and, yeah. like, Blue Ox and stuff definitely influenced it. Yeah, for sure. I lived out in L.A. for a really long time, and I was just, mm-hmm. like, a session background guitar player and piano player. Yeah. And I like honestly thought that was like what it was and yeah. like, what you do. And then just taking experiences and stuff and writing about them and having it be more personal mm-hmm. uh, was a big thing. And it like kind of opened my eyes a lot to it's not just like a yeah. robotic you know mm-hmm. thing where you're just on. Yeah, hmm. I forget about that because he really did. He came home from LA. We were dating when he was living in LA, and you came from that scene straight to putting yourself into Dalwood and playing that and it must have been a bit of whiplash for you. (laughs) I was (laughs) a little different uh, (laughs) here than there. It was, yeah, really difficult going from just purely session studio musician to like, you're singing now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's stupid. I wasn't, I was in like a couple, just playing with friends and stuff before and I was never the singer and I never had that role before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really refreshing. Yeah. New step. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a special treat as we're going to take a listen to a new song of yours called Wake Me Up. There's some kind of really unique old-timey feel to it, but it kind of has this modern indie rock vibe um, to it as well. Can you kind of share how this song came about? I originally wrote this as it was a bass idea, and it was like super eighth note, like Beatles. It was like the opening part. It was more like bum, 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 bum. Like super like Beatle-y almost. I don't know what else to describe it as. And then I listened to Eastbound by Good Morning Bedlam. We were just talking about them earlier. And it has the kind of, I don't know, double time strum thing. And I really like that. And then we was like, what if we just did that and kind of changed the time around a little Mm. bit. And then we just, the lyrics just started I don't know, it's kind of just about being present for all aspects of life. Like the first verses, wake me up when I'm young. Going north, September sun, blah, blah. The ending ones, wake me up when I'm old. And just kind of being present for Mm. all the situations that you're in and really not wanting to miss out. I guess that's my interpretation of it. You might have something completely different. It's it's the same thing. It's just like, I kind of like the feeling when you wake up and you realize like how much life you've lived. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where I wrote it from it's like you open your eyes and you're like, oh, like I'm however old now, mm-hmm. and like you just like still have that feeling of being a kid yesterday. Yeah, that's kind of what that's you like. get like the flashbacks on social media, like six years ago today, and I'm yes. like, holy crap! Yeah, like what? Wow. So, Where's time going? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's about it for me. <laughs> 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 Let's yeah. take a listen here. Sun with you, feeling hot and feeling free, surrounded by a good company. And you, well, I don't know just where I'm going or where we'll end up because it's cold and windy weather. Fine. 
Staying up late at night, sleeping in, not feeling right. I'm going out on town tonight. Now it's 2 a.m. in a parking garage. Lost my keys and I lost my watch. It's true. Ooh. Well, I don't know just where I'm going or where we'll end up. Because it's cold and windy weather and my car won't start up. So wake me up. Don't let me close my eyes. And wake me up. You know we'll be just fine. Wake me up when I'm old, still got my heart and got my soul, that's true. Mm. And wake me up in the Florida sun with a pack of smokes and a pack of gum, it's true. Mm. Well, I don't know just where I'm going or where we'll end up. Because it's cold and windy weather and my car's tied up. So wake Close my eyes and wake me up. You know, we'll be just fine. You're listening to Smouse in the House, presented by Adventures in Americana. I'm here with Delwood, one of the seven bands performing at the Amerigrass Festival coming up on October 7th. Tickets are still on sale. There's going to be two stages back and forth an outdoor and an indoor stage. Looking at the lineup that night, I mean, it's a very eclectic, diverse lineup, mm-hmm. but it still all falls under uh, Americana music, mm-hmm. you know, from jam grass to bluegrass to alt country to rock. I mean, it really kind of feels like it has the full vibe. Yeah. As a band playing with that many different types of genres, what does that do as a fan for you to be able to, like, kind of pull from that? I mean, I... Yeah, it's... There's a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. In, it's a great in lineup. lineup. Yeah, it's so really? good. But mm-hmm. also, our originals kind of fall in the folk Americana kind of genre. So I'm excited to see the differences between the sets mm-hmm. and how it kind yeah. of plays out. Yeah. And I'm so excited. But the blend. Yeah. The blend. yeah. yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I agree. Um, yeah, it's a, they did a great job on the lineup when they asked us to be a part of it. I was a little bit starstruck, super excited to hear everybody. And I think it's, it's going to be a nice having that little eclectic mix, you know, and you go from like the jammy to Pop Bear Norton and listening to all his, his fun songs to, yeah. you know, Megan and the Birdwatcher. And it's a really good mix of music to really keep you coming back for more you know like you're always going to want to catch the next band and kind of get that new mix of music but which is weird that they do all fall under the kind of americana it's weird how it kind of works out yeah Yeah. well i know you come from a a musically rich family um, (laughs) with the happy trucker show yes um and seems like it's been there your your whole life yeah it really has so yeah growing up especially uh, we grew up 
a lot of our family friends were musicians. And then my parents and I own a music venue and online radio station, Happy Productions. So for a long time in my life, I've been kind of on the other side of like welcoming the bands in and (laughs) hey, here's our green room and let me know if you need anything. So it's been really interesting to be on the other side. And I feel grateful as well because I do kind of know how stuff works and on Dalwood's side, I'm emailing people our songs and, and right, asking for gigs. And then on my work side, I'm getting emailed songs to play on air yeah. and people asking for gigs. So it's kind of like a fun mix. And I, I don't yeah. know, I, it give, I feel like it's given me a, a little bit of an advantage in terms of like kind of knowing the lingo and, and right. knowing what to ask for. Yeah. And yeah, very grateful. Yeah. It's been fun and it's also put us in touch with a lot of great people like Megan and Noah and yes. Pop Bear Norton and yeah. It's just so great. And we've got to have a lot of the people play at Happy Productions and it's just I'm so excited to see all of them play at the same mm-hmm. night. It's just going to be awesome. And it's fun, too, because we are newer to the scene, so a lot of people don't know. And, you know, I'm trying not to use it. You know, I'm trying to establish... We're trying to establish Delwood as a separate entity, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of fun when people do make the connection. I try to let them, like, make it on their own. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you're so-and-so's daughter. And I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah. that's me. So. It is funny. Because this is the first year we... We also put on Trucker Fest Music Festival and mm-hmm. kind of a week after Amerigrass. But it's also funny because we're at the point now where we're playing it and I'm also we're also working, working. with Gates. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, hey, oh, you're... It's, it's yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be up there yeah. 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 Will as be well. playing Friday and then bartending all day Saturday. Yeah, uh, bartending the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it, it is kind of a unique perspective that you have from seeing both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think there's some parts of that that could maybe scare you away from it, right? Yeah, when you're seeing sure. the business side of it and how yeah. how tough it can be, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, do you run into those moments where you're just like, oh, man, I know, like I know too much? Yeah. You know? <laughs> or, or is it... Um, or is it helpful because you're like, I actually know too much. You yeah. kind of like, humble yourself yeah. in a way because you seeing something go very badly kind of just teaches you kind of what not to yeah. do. Right? Mm. And it kind of just makes you uh, aware of your place. It's a little bit a of both. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it is a lot of what not to do and what to do. It's kind of teaching me stuff along the way as well. Like, yeah. I don't know, even with... In our music festivals, there's people that message us the same day, hey, can we come play at your festival? I'm like, this has been a year in the planning. (laughs) Like, so we know not to reach out to places on the same day they're hosting a show and be like, you know, I'd like to think we know how to kind of move around and hang, I guess, for lack of a better term. I'd like to think that, but maybe not. But We'll um, find out on October 7th. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we'll find out soon enough. We'll we'll make sure we... But yeah, it's definitely been uh, very helpful, but I think for a while that's a big reason that I wasn't getting involved with the band and with Delwood because I'm like, oh man, I don't know. I've seen a lot of this go around, (laughs) but um, it's been fantastic and nothing that I couldn't have even imagined. So yeah. yeah. We're excited to follow you guys on your journey and to hear more music as it comes out. What do you have, you know, post-October 7th on your radar? So, so far, I'm pretty sure our only other show is going to be at that Trucker Fest Music Festival. Um, We got super busy over the summer, and then 
my work will be picking up with the trucker fest load Um, so we're kind of starting to book out for fall and winter so if there's anyone that's listening yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be at Trucker Fest, and then uh, we play a lot of the local like wineries, local to us, like North Branch area um, yeah. wineries it's, and and bars around there. But all of our upcoming shows are on DelwoodBand.com. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been fun. It's it. nice to have a little break. We've had a really crazy past couple of months, so mm-hmm. it's good to like. Mm-hmm. I know it's good to see some of that ahead where you can say, okay, yeah. this is a time to kind of take yeah. that breath. Which is nice, yeah. We have like, oh, what's coming on? I turned 21 in like a week, so that's, we'll have like a nice week break, so yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. Because yeah. we're going at 100 miles an hour. For <laughs> yeah, so it'll be <laughs> yeah. nice. Well, thanks for making time today yeah. for us, and we're excited to see you back. October 7th here at, yeah. the, at the Hook and Ladder with, with all the creeks. Yeah. Right? With all the creeks. Well, thanks for having us. This is great. Super excited to be part of all this. Yeah. And thanks for interviewing us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good questions. Yeah. Good questions. Thanks. <laughs> we'll see you soon. See ya. For tickets to Amerigrass, go to thehookmpls.com. To see exclusive photos of our guests taken at the interviews, visit adventuresinamericana.com. This has been an episode of Smouse in the House, the Amerigrass edition, brought to you by Adventures in Americana. I'm Jacqueline Knott, co-producer, along with Carol Roth and your host, Tom Smouse. The theme music for this season is Take It to the Garden by Megan and the Birdwatcher. Join us next time as we visit with Minnesota country duo Papa Bear Norton. Thanks for listening. <laughs>